Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Film Ruminations, the podcast. I wanted to hop on here real quick and give you an update on our 2018's 31 Films for Halloween. I have an essay up already, uh, two of them, uh, one for Demonic Toys and one for the Gates of Hell trilogy. But I wanted to just go through a bunch of these uh, real quick here for you. Uh, first up, we have the 1999 remake of The House on Haunted Hill. invited to a party if they can stay up till dawn they'll win one million dollars each the only catch is that they'll have to live through the night let the games begin I remember seeing The House on Haunted Hill in the theater in 1999, and I think that similar to like a who's your favorite James Bond, uh, a lot of these movies are whichever one you see first is is your go-to. I have since then seen the original House on Haunted Hill, but this remake, it touched me on the right levels that it's just, uh, it's the one that I want to go with. It is the uh, version that... I would prefer and and I would want to share with my friends. Next up, we have from 1977, Kathy's Curse. Meet the Gimbal's daughter, Kathy. See through Kathy's eyes. Just when you thought horror films reached an intensely shocking peak of terror, here is Kathy's Curse. Natural. You've been burnt in a fire. Just wait a minute, and I'll make it stop hurting. 
What do you do when unexpected horror erupts all around you? Kathy's curse. Kathy just wants to play with you, but please don't take her dolly. A pretty little girl. Peer into the gimbal home. Join a spellbinding odyssey of fright. Kathy is sugar and spice and everything nice. She just likes to keep her company entertained. <coughs> Kathy loves to play in the attic. You never know what Kathy will come up with next. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Enter the bizarre realms of the living dead. Kathy's house. She's waiting for you. She seems to be running out of friends. Kathy's curse. She has the power to terrorize. Rated R. I learned about this film from the uh, gentleman over at the Pure Cinema podcast, and uh, it's kind of a ripoff of The Exorcist. It it really is not very good, but it's it's awfully entertaining. Obviously, if it's a ripoff of The Exorcist, you know, you by all means watch The Exorcist. But if you want to throw a little curveball at yourself, you might want to check out Kathy's Curse. It uh, has a great Blu-ray from Severn Films. It's it's odd to say that it's worth your time uh, because you might stop listening to anything I say after you watch that and think, well, this guy obviously doesn't know what he's talking about. But that being said, um, I, I certainly enjoy it. Next up, we have Herschel Gordon-Lewis's 1965 classic, Color Me Blood Red. You are seeing scenes from the next motion picture to play this theater. A motion picture in which you dare not become too involved. You must keep reminding yourself, it's just a movie. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. It is not for the eyes and ears of anyone under 16 years of age. Color me blood red. Fiendish is the word for it. Color me blood red. This is Adam, and this is a story of Adam and evil. This is a film drenched in crimson, a blood-spattered study in the macabre. Color me blood red. You must keep reminding yourself, it's just a movie. It's just a movie. It's just a movie. Color me blood red. It will leave you aghast. Color me blood red. Color me blood red.
this movie I've written an extensive essay on the Herschel Gordon Lewis feast box set from Arrow Video. It is it's looks like it has the budget of a of a cheap magazine and it it plays like it too. You know, it it's a fine film if you just want to have something on in the background. It's not difficult to pick up. It, it's not intensive. It, it's not going to scare you out of your pants. It's it's just a, a low quality, uh high entertainment value. Uh the rate on return is what you're going to be looking for in this one. Next up from 1982, we have the film Pieces. Warning. What you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed. Cannot be described. Cannot even be imagined. And you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces. It's exactly what you think it is. Pieces. Absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. Which the tagline on the box says, you do not need to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. And I'll tell you one thing. If you put this right next to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, TCM is going to look like 1980s made-for-television movie. Pieces is beyond gory. It pulls uh, aspects of a giallo film into a slasher flick uh, about a young boy who uh, murders his mom and suddenly decides to relive it about 20 years in the future. Um, I absolutely will not give anything away. It's a classic once you find it. It's not one that you that you think about it, that you hear about often enough. It's got a dynamite release from Grindhouse releasing and uh, comes with a soundtrack. And if you can find it, it also comes with a puzzle. So that is Pieces from 1982. Next up, we have uh, Dark Harvest from 1992. Has anybody ever been hurt on one of these trips? Don't worry about that. Where we're going, there won't be a person inside, I guarantee it. What the hell is that? It's a scarecrow. Think about it. That scarecrow couldn't have been there for 15 years. Where's the scarecrow? Because there were no crows and there was no corn. It was there to scare us. There is one thing that I cannot stand and will not tolerate, and that is being cut off or interrupted. Don't take that tape out. Do you hear me? <laughs> I wish that uh, when I die, I'll be... Uh doing it, you know? <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> This movie is awful. I knew that going in. It's about killer scarecrows. It, it was shot on video. It is horrible. And I can't say that I would watch it again. I cannot tell you to go and watch it. 
but it is available. This might be hard to believe, but I guess it could have been worse. It, it could have been worse, only because it gave my wife and I a few jokes for a few days. Okay, uh, next up we have the 1946 uh, black and white Haunted House classic, The Spiral Staircase. The Spiral Staircase, starring Dorothy McGuire, George Brent, and Ethel Barrymore. With Kent Smith, Rhonda Fleming, Gordon Oliver, Elsa Lanchester, Sarah Allgood, and Reese Williams. A flawless cast acting a story of flawless fascination, giving full range to the artistry of Dorothy McGuire in a role so unusual, so compelling, so fraught with emotional power, no other actress would dare play it. An inspiring portrayal, destined to become her most distinguished screen triumph. Helen, I don't want to frighten you, but because of what happened in town today, we have to be especially careful for the next few days. If you see anything outside of this house, or even in it that makes you suspicious, as I want you to let me know. And don't hesitate to call me at any hour if you need help. The Spiral Staircase is an absorbing, dramatic experience of such gripping conflict, artful suspense, and daring realism as to make it a screen achievement unlike anything you've ever seen. This was a recommendation from Elric Kane, and uh, I'll tell you right now, uh, don't sleep on it. Uh, if you like uh, big old house movies, um, I highly recommend that you check out The Spiral Staircase. It is uh, a great release from Kino. It looks terrific. It uh, just came out uh, last week, two weeks ago, just in time for the season. And now we move on to uh, a Halloween classic, 1978's Halloween. The, the one, one, the only, the, the classic, classic Halloween. Halloween night. A small American town. Fifteen years ago. seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. I think he'll come back. Exploring uncharted territory. It's totally charted. Just talk. Sure, sure. The only reason she babysits is to have a Halloween. 
Come on out. I watched this movie a dozen, two dozen times. I don't know. Frequently enough that I don't actually need to watch it, but it was great to see it and experience it on such a large level. I, I got to watch it with a Halloween virgin. And you know what? He was surprised at how tame the film is uh, by, well, by standards of 1978, uh, if not by modern standards. Next up, we have A Bad Ronald. Say you're sorry. After an accidental murder, Ronald, a lonely and unpopular boy, takes refuge in a fantasy world. All will be for nothing if we don't heed the rules. Today I begin joining Princess Fancetta. She's the ruler of Atlanta. An existence that becomes inescapable and deadly. Starring Kim Hunter, Dabney Coleman, and Scott Jacoby in a compelling thriller. Bad Ronald. This is a made-for-TV movie that uh, the Warner Archive just put out, and uh, it's about a recluse boy who uh, accidentally kills a girl, and his mother uh, is terrified that he's going to be taken away from her, that she builds a room in the house. Uh, they wall off a door, and he lives in the walls of the house, and it's a, a terrible movie that uh, you got to check out. It's uh, made for TV, so it's, you know, kids can watch it. It's PG. It's creepy. It's It seems like a, a movie that's just a consistent accident. I mean, it, it was quite good, even though in the same breath it was bad. Lastly, I want to talk about Netflix's new series, The House on Haunted Hill. Now I want you two to get good rest. What if I have a bad dream? Well, I'm sure we can handle any dream you have. What if I dream that you sent us away into the dark and we get hurt? Really hurt? And what if I'm so sad and scared of the dark out there that I put poison in me? For years and years, until my blood turns into poison. And my heart breaks right in half and I can't feel anything happy. Until I can't stand it anymore and I, I have to die. Until I'm on a silver table. It's my jaw wired shut. Why? 
wake us up from a dream like that? We're not like any other family. We're different. Because of where we grew up. Hill House. crazy. Neither was your sister, neither is your brother, neither are you. It's that house. Within the past week, I I watched that. I just tore through that in two days. Um, I also watched the original film. God, it knows I'm here. Look, I know the supernatural is something that isn't supposed to happen, but it does happen. Now look, Doc, we're buddies, okay? But don't try to convert me. I'm trying to prepare you. My name's Markway, Dr. Markway, a scientist interested in the supernatural, the unnatural, if you like. I came to Hill House to find the key to another world. Assisting me in this exploration of the unknown was Eleanor, Nell, who could look back into the past, and Theo, something of a witch who could see into the future. This is Luke who didn't believe in anything until evil, patient and waiting, made him change his mind. Stop it! God. God. Whose hand was I holding? How many of us take seriously the things we cannot or do not want to understand? simply because we are afraid. Eleanor, you're poor! Did you hear me calling? This house. You have to watch it every minute. The Haunting was produced and directed by Robert Wise, brilliant producer of West Side Story. The stars consist of a cross-section of top talent in the world of entertainment. Julie Harris, Claire Bloom, Richard Johnson, Russ Tamblin. What does it take to convince you that the dead do not always rest in peace? But some houses, like Hill House, are born bad.
the remake film, and I also listened to the audiobook. I decided to go all in uh, because I'm a crazy person. And uh, I remember hearing questions about whether or not the derivations of the source material in the next Netflix series had a, a real negative effect on the presentation. I can tell you that, yes, there's obvious derivations, and if you... If you're familiar with the story or the original film, it's pretty obvious out of the get-go uh, where the changes are. And uh, it's worth it, though. I, I think that uh, for the original 1950-whatever uh, version and from the story, it's it's kind of presented almost like what you would say now as a reality TV program. Uh, a doctor is studying paranormal activity brings some sensitive people to the house, uh, to Hill House, to just uh, get get an idea if there's any actual uh, paranormal phenomena. He's a, he's a scientist. I want to say a physicist. I know that's not right. The, which is sad for somebody that just watched three different versions and listened to a book on it. But he's, his colleagues all think he's uh, a crackpot and that he's just going to be wasting his time, but he, he decides to go and uh, bring these people here just to try and get some sort of evidence that he can take back to his peers and, and explain to them that it's not quite as cut and dry as you might think. Um, I've, I've watched the original film a handful of times, and it's, it's very well made, and I, and, I, and I do greatly enjoy it. The book was very good. It kept me engaged. I, I, I'm at an age where if I don't get into a book within the first handful of chapters, um, I'm just going to move on to the next thing because I don't have the patience for it any longer. But I did get the book until the very end. Uh, and, uh, you know, I knew the story, so it wasn't really a big stretch. Uh, I got to touch briefly on the 1999 remake of The Haunting. And, um, well, that is just a garbage pile. There once was a house, a bright, happy home. Something bad happened. Now it sits all alone. Is this where you're going? That's Hill House. It's perfect, isn't it? You all suffer from sleep disorders. My job is to find out why. What's the deal with the Adams Family Mansion? I gotta be honest, I don't get a real strong sleep vibe from this place. No. Whoa. Don't you love it here? This is so twisted. Calling it an insomnia study allows me to create a highly suggestive environment to observe the dynamics of fear. You don't tell the rats. They're actually in a maze. I just think Dr. Marrow's up to something. Have you ever kept something to yourself because you were afraid? All the time.
my god, what's happening? Um, terrible on on so many levels. The redeeming factor, if there is one, is the sound design. It was shaking my house, and that has only happened a handful of times. And it wasn't just shaking for no apparent reason. It, it was. It felt like my house was experiencing some of the 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 rumbling, rupturous sound of the house of of Hill House. Um, and it really added to the experience. It really made up the entire experience. Um, the acting was bad. The writing was awful. The CGI was very young. And you could tell it was very young. And it, it, it looks its age. You know, I love when you can sit back and look at a 1950s, 1960s horror movie like um, Ursula Gordon-Lewis, uh, which we mentioned earlier. And you can see the effect, and you can see the attempts of the application to show you what sort of uh, a gory, inappropriate, just bloodbath that, that they're trying to show you. But when you watch a movie with early CG, you know that it's early, you know that it's poorly rendered. And this is in an, in, in an age where I can still go and watch a movie, heck, I'll call it out, I can still go and watch a Star Wars movie and be plagued by a bad effect. So it's it's not that it's uh, beyond um, redemption at this point. Uh, however, the film is uh, absolutely do not watch it, which is good because instead of that, you should watch The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. It is uh, terrific. Uh, the performances, the, the writing, the design, um, the direction, it's... It's great on, on every level. They really knocked it out of the park on it. And the the differences that people were asking last weekend, in this one, instead of uh, a handful of separate people, the, it is a family. The, it's about the Cranes, um, who, in this case, they're trying to flip Hill House. They got it on the Jeep, and they're um, going to renovate it and be able to retire off of that money. And it um, kind of goes, well, it's, it's, a, it's a ghost story. So it's not really a secret where it goes, but it it is absolutely worth your time. Out of everything that I've mentioned in in this episode, if if I were to sit back and say this is the one thing that you should watch, it would be The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. It's it's streaming now and assuming. So uh, that is the first half of our countdown of thirty one days of Halloween. There were three films that I skipped over. Because they'll be part of the ACFA series. I don't want to spoil those. So, um, and then uh, we're going to ride this one out to the end. I have uh, shipments coming from Arrow and from uh, Scream Factory. So I'm, I'm really excited to finish this month off strong. 
So I hope you enjoyed uh, the episode. I, I want you to get back with me and, and let me know what kind of movies you've been watching this year in this lead up to Halloween. And if you're like me, chances are, you know, it's, it's October and you're watching scary movies. It could be uh, a February and you're watching scary movies. I hope you have a great uh, rest of this month. Thank you again very much for joining me and uh, listening to me and uh, keep on watching movies. Thank you.